Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. talk about something super important and that is how to have a conversation with your teen about healthy weight and let's recognize that we've gotten it all wrong as we've gone along it's okay we're going to have grace and compassion for ourselves and we're going to move forward in a positive way so I thought what would be fun is if you could kind of pretend that you are the podcaster we're going to kind of zoom to the future and we'll be like Michael J. Fox actually go to the future where we've kind of gotten it right and we've figured it out. And so we're going to assume that we've taken our teen to the doctor for their annual physical, their well child tech for their sports physical. Maybe we've gone in with weight concerns or concerns about diabetes or whatever concern we have and that the doctor handled it appropriately. I'm coaching docs on this ask permission to discuss weight and BMI. Your doctor has asked permission. You were okay with the discussion because you're used to having discussion about all of the health measures and your doctor's told you, hey, this is just one of many things that we look at, okay? And weight is not health, okay? It's just neutral. You had an exam, they asked you all about family history. They measured your blood pressure and all your vital signs. They did a physical exam and talk to you about here's the things I would like to measure. They're measuring your cholesterol and your hemoglobin and you're getting these vaccinations and they're screening you for eating disorders and they're screening you for depression and anxiety. So let's just assume that we've now zoomed to the future and doctors are getting it right and also that they're offering what's called evidence-based support. And so we know that the currently there's a task force called the USPS TF United States Preventative Services Task Force that looks at the evidence base in clinical medicine. And so it shows that children and adolescents need 25 to 75 hours within a two to 12 month period for comprehensive inter- behavioral intervention within two to 12 months to affect change. Okay. Are you getting that? No. Even if you're going to a clinic, a program, it's really hard to get that, right? That's why I created IME Community is so that it can be accessible and you can get that. And when you look at the actual list of things and the criteria that meet that um, intervention, and I'm not talking about taking the place of a therapist, a psychologist, a licensed mental health uh, practitioner, for sure. I'm wanting you to go there. I say it all the time. Go to your doctor, go to the therapist. That's where you're going to get diagnoses for things like 
depression, anxiety, um, you're going to get the therapy and the treatment that you need. That's where you need to go. Also, um, if you're having, you're being screened for eating disorders, which you should be at the doctor, then um, you need a referral if you meet the criteria for those. So make sure that you're being referred to a therapist who is knowledgeable about eating disorders. They're very underdiagnosed in those of us who struggled with our weight. So we're just gonna assume all those amazing things are happening. You're getting information, it's all data, and you've had a constructive, neutral, objective, helpful, conversation with your doctor and they've offered you a connection to something like IME community where you can get that help and that there are resources out there. So we're not going to have any of the gaps because we're zooming to the future. All that's fine. So the only thing we're having to worry about now is the interaction between the parent and the teen and how that conversation is going to go. So my coach worked with me a lot on mental rehearsal, pre-visualization, actually scripting it out. So one of the things I coach parents on all the time is you're not there to fix or solve. It is always with good intention that we want to do this. But I want to tell you, your teens are unbroken. There is no reason to fix and solve. Whenever you get in their lane, you're not allowing them to figure it out for themselves. And when we do that, when we overfunction and we get in their business and we fix and solve, the reason we're doing that is because we wanna make ourselves feel a certain way. It's always that way as a parent. I know because I have three kids <laughs> and, and I know how it is. And so we believe it's either a reflection on us or we're triggered in some way. And we, want, we think we need to fix and solve our teen but there's nothing broken, never. Your teen is unbroken. I, I can't tell you how important that is when you're having these conversations is when you think that they're broken, there's something wrong, they should be a certain way and that their life and you're operating from fear as a parent and that their life is gonna be less than it could be or should be because of their weight. That's not true. Or they're not gonna be as successful. They're not gonna be happy. And if you think all their health is related to their weight, then you're just a parent who's buying into diet culture and you're not gonna be helping your teen. So I'm just, I know this is like tough love conversation, but I'm really pushing us all to create a better way and we're already in the future so we're going to have a helpful conversation so i'm going to um play out um the parent and the teen after going to the doctor finding out that the body mass index is high that the teen is at risk for fatty liver disease for um, hypertension so high blood pressure for high cholesterol and most likely has the signs of pre-diabetes and so there's all these things that are going on. If we need to have it scripted out, what is going to be the interaction? Because all of us as parents, probably as I'm talking about this, think about getting in the freaking car with our teen and just like dreading it, right? Dreading it. So it doesn't matter what kind of a parent you are. I'm going to do some writing on this and probably do some podcasts and YouTube videos on it. So, okay. So you're a super fit parent. 
good for you. You know, so you're a super fit parent with uh, a teen who's struggling with their weight. You've never struggled with your weight. What if you're a parent who is um, had, um, you know, maybe even a history of disordered eating and you are absolutely petrified that you are bringing that in to your, you're bringing that into any interaction you have with your teen. And maybe you're a parent who um, really is stuck in diet thinking and culture and has the belief in your brain, the big fat diet lie, that thinness equals goodness or thinness equals happiness. And if you're stuck there, you know, I've done a lot of work on trying to help us reject diet culture. And it's going to be really important for you to see like how you're contributing to that as a parent in your home. Because I can tell you that is so powerful and that is harmful. And that's, that's the role modeling that we, we don't want to do, the negative role modeling that we don't want to do. And you can, you can start to recognize and disrupt that. Maybe you're a parent who is also overweight. Maybe you're a parent who feels like, oh my gosh, I have a you know, food addiction. Like I literally have um, all these cravings and this is what I, I'm an emotional eater. And maybe you feel a lot of shame and guilt. Maybe you're judging yourself. Um, maybe you're a parent who has been overweight and the whole family's been that way. And maybe you have a really healthy body positive image about that and you think, that's just how our family is. There is truth to that. Like 70% of our weight is genetic. So, I mean, there is truth to that. It doesn't mean that um, your teens are stuck, but then, you know, it's like, what if your teen wants to make some healthy changes or wants to think about it in a different way, or doesn't want to just feel like, oh yeah, I don't have any chance of making any changes because this is just, you know, nothing's going to change. So why would I try? Let your team decide that. <laughs> okay. So anyway, it doesn't matter what your relationship with food is, what your relationship with your body is, what your, your weight is, um, your BMI as a parent, um, what your history is. You can have a compassionate self-love superpower conversation with your team about weight and you you have to realize when you're going into it that that is your only goal is to be compassionate, okay? It's not telling them what to do. It's not, that's what we wanna do. We want it to be done, right? We don't want it to be an issue for them. It comes from a really good place. It comes from a loving place because we don't want our teens to suffer and we feel shame. And when we feel shame and we're judging ourselves and we push it off. And so then we're gonna judge the teen, or we're going to get kind of more rigid and restrictive, um, which is why it's really important for the conversations that the doctors have with the parents and the teen or the child is absolutely critical to have an open-minded, listening, compassionate, helpful approach that is not just compliance and perpetuates harmful diet thinking and culture and restriction um, because that, that can be really, really harmful. But we're in the future and so that conversation was good at the doctor. So now we're in the car, we're on our way home 
and I'm going to be the parent. The first conversation is going to be the, um, the parent who is not handling it appropriately. Here's my disclaimer on this. I have made these mistakes a thousand times and I probably will make it a hundred today. You know, maybe not that many, but I really, really worked hard on this as one of probably more than I did on my weight loss goal and this, this coaching and the self-compassion work, because to me, like, that's what I care about in my life is my children. I mean, I love my husband too, but, um, but that's my why in my life is my children. And I had gotten into a really tough spot with, um, my relationship with my middle daughter, especially where we would just kind of go back and forth and both be pretty strong-willed. And I had more of a, um, I wouldn't say authoritative, but it was a little bit more like controlling, like transactional relationship with her. Like she should be doing this. She should be doing that. And then I had a lot of fear about like, if she doesn't listen to me and that I would, you know, didn't have the control that I thought I should have or and she's a great kid. I mean, it's just the things around the house. So it's just not pleasant around your house. You know how that goes. And we want to have a pleasant home, right? I mean, we want to have a pleasant home. We want, don't want it to be like, oh, everything's perfect on the outside. And then, you know, all hell breaks loose when you go home. Okay. So I'm going to do my acting and um, be the mom. And then the, um, the teen, okay. On the way home or the first conversation that we have and talking about the, uh, BMI and the health risk factors. Now I'm the mom. So that was a good visit. It's always good to see Dr. Harris. She's so fun. I like hearing about her kids and stuff. Yeah, she's nice. She's fine. It was good. Anything like you want to talk about or any questions that you had afterwards? No, I'm good. Um, did she, I noticed that she, um, when she talked to you like by yourself, when I went in there, like back in there, you were kind of quiet. Did she, what'd you guys talk about? I don't know, none of your business. It's fine. Like nothing, just. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, I guess. I don't know. I mean, whatever the doctor talks to you about. Did she say she had any like concerns or anything? Oh, she talked about a couple things. Okay. I noticed she ordered some like labs and stuff like that, like to check you for, she told me she was checking you for diabetes. You know, what, what do you think about that? Um, well, I hope I don't have it. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, are you worried? Um, because that kind of concerned me, to be honest. Um, not really. I don't, I don't mean, I don't think I have, I don't feel any different. So I don't, I don't really want to talk about this right now. Well, I mean, I think we do need to talk about it because I'm, I'm worried about it. Even if you're not worried about it, I think, I think you should, um, you know, Kayla, like every time you, say we go here you're never worried about it you never care you don't want to talk about it 
and it's I think it's time for you to start taking charge of your health like I'm really concerned about it like you know grandma has diabetes and she's not doing well with it and if you can prevent it then you need to be the one to take responsibility for this okay and that's all you have to say yeah pretty much mm. Okay, well, um, you know, I've tried, I've really tried on a lot of, uh, there's been so many times I can think of when I've really tried to get you to eat better and to exercise more. So is there like anything you're interested in doing or working on? Um, I haven't really thought about it. So not really, not right now. I just have lots of homework tonight. So I don't wanna, I don't even think about it to be honest. Like, I'm good, I'm good. Um. Okay, I, I think it's good you're good. Um, I think it's good you're good. At the same time, again, like I'm so concerned about this and I think we need to be making some changes. So what we're gonna do is um, we're going to be starting to change up like a lot of the things that we're eating. And um, I want you to go to the store with me and I want you to pick out um, and we're going to plan the meals and we're going to change up and we're going to do some Googling and we're going to figure out like what we're supposed to eat and what we need to change. And we're going to start tracking some things. Oh, that sounds like shit. I don't really want to do any of that. And I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, well, when will you be ready to talk about it? Cause it's really important. I mean, the Dr. Harris just said you may have diabetes. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't want to talk about it and you're the last person I want to talk to about it because you always do this. You always do this to me. What? I do what? I'm just helping you. I care about you. I love you. I don't want you to be unhealthy. I want you to be happy. I am. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. But wouldn't you be happier if you could like fit into some clothes that you really love or you didn't have to worry about your weight or, I mean, I'm just super worried about your health. Again, like I am not mom, I am not talking to you about this. That's it, that's it, fine. Well, the next time I find wrappers in your room, then I hope, you know, I'm instead of me just like throwing them away and not saying anything and just worrying all night long about you, like I always do, guess what? I'm going to talk to you about it. And then I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. Okay, fine. And uh, I just want you to know, like you've never been helpful to me. Hmm. Thanks. 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 No, seriously, like you've never helped me with anything. And you've actually made it harder. You're the one that caused the harm. You're the one that caused the harm. What are you talking about? I'm trying to help you. I'm the one worried about your health. You're not. Um, you're worried about my health? Trying to put me on a diet? trying to like 
be controlling everything that I eat that goes in my mouth, you're really helpful. You are really helpful. Talking about your weight all the time, obsessed with your body size, thinking that I'm going to be happy and healthy if I'm at a, if I shrink my body. Wow. That's really healthy and happy and helpful mom. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's great. That's great. Okay. So that's how that conversation is going to end. And the teen is actually, and a lot of teens I coach are like that. They're like that. They are at a stage of change that is not at the, even like the preparation or the action. They had the conversation with the doctor and they feel okay about it and they're getting the information and the parent is stuck in fixed and limited, you know, diet culture and fixing and solving and thinking the teen is broken and that they as a parent as a role cause and control all of the things and that they need to fix it. And they, they're coming from fear parenting. That mom's coming from fear parenting where she thinks we need, she needs to solve this. Otherwise her daughter's going to have less of a life. We got to get rid of it. That doesn't work. We got to push that. We got to disrupt it. Okay. So here we go. Now I'm challenged for the next round. We're getting in the car. The car is a good place for conversations, right? We have a lot of fights in the car. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, people next to us saw us. <laughs> Maybe they think we're just like laughing. Who knows? Okay. That was a great visit with, with Dr. Harris. She, she's so funny. I just love seeing her. Don't you? Yeah, it was fun. I love seeing her too. Like her kids sound really funny. She talks about them all the time, which is fun. So did you have a good visit with her when you talked, when she talked to you about yourself? Did you have any, like anything you wanted to talk about or any questions or anything? No, no, not really. I mean, she said that I, um, she said that I may have prediabetes, like, and I may have diabetes actually. And I am kind of freaking out about that a little bit because grandma has it and I don't want to have it. And um, I just, you know, was kind of surprised actually. Um, but she, she said that like my, um, even though my weight's gone up, like during COVID, like a lot of her patients have and like, it's okay. And that, you know, she really reassured me that she's looking at like, there's so many healthy things I'm doing. And, um, so that was really, um, that was really cool to hear. And she asked me all about everything like sleep and my friends and my stress level. And I just really feel like she listened um, and thought about like all my health and not like just focused on the weight. Like sometimes that's happened before. So I had a really good visit with her, but I am, I'm worried about the diabetes. I like, I, I don't want to get my blood drawn because I hate that first of all, 
Yeah, I get that. I know, Kayla, like that's not fun, but you're just doing the screening. And so we're just getting some more information and that's going to be helpful. Did she mention anything about maybe what you could do to help prevent diabetes? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. She talked a little bit about that. Like um, just the main thing is to just make just to consider making like some super small changes and be consistent with them. And um, I really didn't know this, like how much sugar is added to our food. And it's like, just kind of like sneaky put in there. And we just mindlessly eat it and our brains just get used to it. And so like, it's probably so easy to just have some like um, she called it like ABC, like awareness before choice. Um, just to think a little bit about like cutting back on some of those sugars or just like one, like, like adding in some like protein and fat, healthy fat. Um, she also told me I could go to this really awesome intuitive eating di uh, dietitian and coach. Um, she's she's referred some of her teen patients to, and that sounded really cool. Oh, wow. That's cool. What's, what's uh, intuitive eating. Did she tell you what it was? Yeah. I really didn't know what it was, but it's like, um, it's a body positive way. That's like not a diet and it helps you, um, create a, like a healthy relationship with food. So it sounded pretty cool. Does that sound like something you're interested in doing then? Yeah, I mean, I think like even if my blood comes back okay, which I hope it does, like I think that that would be really, that's something I'm interested in because she's she sounds like she's pretty cool. And I've seen some like intuitive eating coaches like on TikTok and I'm interested in it. Um, so I, I thought it was really, I thought it was really good. That sounds cool. So I'm here to support you with whatever you want to do. Thanks, mom. So I think one thing that is like super hard that I was bummed out about is like, why do I have to, you know, it's just such a bummer to have to deal with this when other friends or other people don't have to um, deal with their weight at all and they can eat whatever the hell they want and they never gain weight and they just don't even have to think about it. And um, they can wear whatever they want. And it just sucks you know, that I have to deal with this. And sometimes I just gets really, I just get really down on myself about it. Like, I wish I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah, I get that Kayla. I mean, I really do. And it's been hard and we've gotten so much of this wrong for so long, but like Dr. Harris said, I think make getting the information and just making some small changes and being consistent with them and you're choosing it. And I'm here to, you know, support you and we can think of a totally different way of doing it. Um, so whatever you need, um, what I know is like, you are, you are not your weight at all. Like your weight has nothing to do with you as such a beautiful, amazing individual. And your health, health is like not your weight. And we're gonna, 
I'm here to support you, but I get that that's really, really hard. I get that. Thanks, mom. Thank you for tuning into the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.